What is up, folks, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 94. I'm your host, Jay, and today we're going to be recapping week one of three in Las Vegas and how this trip was probably one of the best networking trips I've ever had. And as a perfect example of that, in this episode, I'm going to be including an interview where I had the chance to sit down and interview YouTuber and filmmaker, vlogger, you name it, Pomsey, who covers a lot of different hotels when it comes to Las Vegas and on the Strip and downtown. And this guy's been doing it a while, has a background in filmmaking, went to school for it, and you'll hear from the story how he got involved with it and what wowed him when he first got into it and the whole story behind it. Just really cool. All of that right now on the Vegas Confessions podcast. Hey there, everyone. This is Matt Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like, housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Fermich, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. All right, so before we get into anything, let's talk about my arrival, right? So it was an exciting trip, right? And a little bit of unsettling, and I'll tell you guys why. There was a lot of things that happened in this trip. Mind you guys, two weeks ended up turning into three. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I like to give shout-outs to a lot of different people that you know I hang out with and meet up with throughout the trip. But throughout these next two podcast episodes, I'm going to kind of spread them out as they're happening because that's my best way of remembering everybody as much as possible. And if I do leave anybody out, I'm sorry in advance. So like I said, folks, totally different kind of trip because I was out there mainly for work. And if you're just listening, you didn't catch the last episode I mentioned. I did take on a newer job in Las Vegas. And again, a big shout out to all you guys who've reached out to me through social media to congratulate me and all that stuff. I appreciate it very much. It's a very exciting thing that's happening. And I couldn't be happier, to be honest. But like I said, this trip, there was a lot of up and down. So I told you guys about the new job. And little by little, I'm going to start dropping little hints and tidbits about the new job and what I'm doing. Let's just say I'm managing content for a company that's in Las Vegas that's going to release in a few months. So the first shout out goes to George. George, guys, is my boss of the company that I'm working with. Now, coming out to the trip, I didn't know much about, you know, what I was doing work-wise. Now, I knew I was out there to go out there and network and start telling and showing people about what I'm doing in town to start getting people on board, especially content creators. So there was a lot of different people that I met up with and showed people, you know, what I'm doing as far as work in town, which I thought people had a really cool welcoming to it. So I thought that was awesome. So like I said, I get into town not with not much planned. So here's why George gets a shout out, because even going out to the trip, my wife on the way out was like, you know, you don't seem excited. I was like, you know, babe, it's a little unsettling because I don't really know George. I don't know where, you know, 
I, I was planning to stay at his house for two weeks, obviously. So, so besides taking on the job, I didn't know much about George, right? And he was telling me, you can come stay at my house, Jay. It's no problem. You know, you get here. We'll take Guys, I got off the plane. He picked me up, took me to his house, gave me a walkthrough and a rundown of his house, introduced me to his dog, and it was just him and his dog. And he's like, Jay, you're going to see very little of me. My house is your house mentality. Don't you worry about anything. If you need anything, just let me know. And from there... He's literally, we dropped off my bags and we went to go get me a rental car for two weeks. Talk about, you know, everything you need. Here's my house. Here's your car. Go do what you got to do. And just talk about super welcoming. And guys, this house was phenomenal. One of the nicest houses I've ever seen. And I, I was just like, are you serious? I mean, just super, super cool. And again, this guy, I've seen very little of him in his own house. <laughs> so it says a lot about him to just welcome me in like that, right, with open arms. So I thought that was really cool. And again, you'll hear more about George throughout the episode. So again, that was a little of the unsettling part. But as I got in and I got, you know, the car and situated, I started to be more at ease and get more comfortable. But then in that first week, this whole war thing started with Russia and the Ukraine, right? Well, Russia mainly. And with our company, we have people who do data for us in the Ukraine. So we have 12 people out there. So while I was in the midst of wanting to do live streams and stuff, I couldn't help but keep watching what was going on out there to make sure our people were safe, right? And there was days where we didn't hear back from anybody. So you want to talk about unsettling, especially, you know, I had been working with two ladies from out there. And meeting up with via Zoom with, you know, 10 p.m. my time, which is 8 a.m. their time. So I had begin to, you know, have these connections with these ladies. And so I started telling Kelly, like, I'm worried. I haven't heard anything back. So that was a little bit of the unsettling part. But long story short, they're out of the country. They're all safe, which is really, really good. So, again, it got me a little more at ease with the whole situation. Just crazy, right? So while working, we had, you know our eyes on this thing the whole time because if anything happened to our main team like that that can really put us back as far as you know the release date for this whole thing so we were really watching this thing very closely so as i started to get more comfortable after my first day of work you guys know i was going to one of my favorite places to go have a good meal and i had told george i was like hey i'm going to alice island he's like i've never been there i'm like what and again a local right so i'm like that's crazy so my intentions were to go over have a good meal I went over and started playing some blackjack. And as you guys know, I always go there for the chicken fried chicken. Probably one of the best homemade home-style meals in all of Las Vegas. But I will let you guys know about some key meals in probably one of my new favorite restaurants in Las Vegas that's not on the Strip and not downtown. So chicken fried chicken was on my mind after some blackjack. Let me just say it tastes a whole lot better when your blackjack winnings pay for your meal. <laughs> So after a good hearty meal, I thought maybe I should work some of that off and headed to Planet Fitness. Well, I got lost on the way and ended up at Planet 13. <laughs> so a little while later, I get a message from George saying he's heading to a local bar called Time Out. Guys, this place was awesome. I walked in the door, live karaoke going on, pool tables, darts, arcades. They had $3 mystery shots. A fun group, random people would grab the mic and start killing like an old school song like Frank Sinatra or some oldies and stuff. It was just really, really a cool, fun vibe. The owners of this place, super down to earth. I even ended up recording a video there to kind of show you guys this place and what you guys can expect when going there. And some of the different features and specials that they have while at this place 
gambling or just hanging out in particular that you can do there. And it was funny because on my way there, George asked me, hey, what do you want to drink? I'll have it ready for you. I was like, oh, just a Red Bull. He's like, you don't drink? (laughs) And then I walk in and he's drinking a Diet Coke. (laughs) But here's one of my favorite parts of being at this place in particular time out. So one day I was wearing my Bears pullover, right? My jacket. And so at one point, this random dude, I went outside and I was smoking a cigarette, talking to Kelly on the phone because the music was going on inside. This dude goes out to his car and walks up to me and hands me this keychain, this Bears keychain, which I thought was neat because I didn't even know this dude, right? I was like, oh, thanks. Long story short, I ended up telling George about this. And this guy was like, oh, he used to work at the Cosmo. He was a blackjack dealer. I was like, are you shitting me? Yeah, so it just turned out to be a really nice guy. Chris, thank you so much for the keychain. That was really a cool gesture. So, of course, in this same week, I went down to the plaza to make my Super Bowl bet on the free bet with the William Hill Sports app, right? And I put $100 down on the Bengals to win because I like a good underdog story, right? Well, we all know how that turned out. But on the way out, after making the bet, I went and hit uh, one, what's becoming one of my favorite new slot machines, the Wicked Wheel slot machine. Put $100 in, won 100 or more dollars, cashed out. So that bet kind of paid itself off. I really didn't lose in the long run, which was nice. On the way out, grabbed some pop-up pizza. Couldn't end that night off better. In this same week, I visited two different pool halls. As George and a lot of his friends in their group, they like to play pool. So I haven't been around the game of pool since I was a little kid, right? And guys, when I tell you this group of folks couldn't been a nicer group of people, there's even professional pool players I met, like Max Eberly, who is one of the top three ranked pool players in the world who was just super down to earth. And I even invited him on the podcast to talk about, you know, the pool career and how involved with gambling. And oh my God, you guys are going to freaking love that chat. So many cool people. But yes, two different pool halls. So while going to visit these places, George told me he was headed to one. So I ended up going to the wrong one first, which was good times. Now, mind you, it's a littler spot. And when I realized I was at the wrong spot, he told me he was at Griff's. So I went down to Griff's. And when you walk into this place, you want to talk about differences in appearance and just the way the places are done. This place was interesting, Griff's Pool Hall, because it was on the show Bar Rescue. And the place obviously looked like it had been through a serious renovation and they had put millions of dollars into this place. Now the owner's name is Mark Griffin. And what's really cool about this place is it's basically one of the best pool halls in the country is what I'm hearing from a lot of these people who play there. And I think when overhearing them say they had like 26 different pool tables, right? All lined up. This place was freaking badass. What's also really fascinating about this place is there's really big games that take place there. So you'll see big games go take place for, you know, $60,000. These games are on YouTube right now. And again, you walk into this place and you can walk and see professional players playing pool there all the time from all over the country. It's freaking amazing. So after a late night at karaoke at Good Times afterwards, we ended up hitting up a local's favorite spot called Steiner's. Now this place is a Nevada-style pub. Really reminded me of Alice Island. This place is open 24 hours, but one thing that was cool about this place is they had had a Kobe beef burger for $20 on their menu. So you know I had to try it, and damn, it was really good. Whether it was 100% Kobe beef or not, I don't care. The damn thing was delicious definitely worth trying. In this same week, I met up with listener Alex from Texas who had been on the show over a year ago and he was the person who goes to 
Vegas every year for March Madness. Got to hang out with him for about an hour and chat. Super, super cool. Very cool to meet up, Alex. Thanks for reaching out. So you know within this same week, there had to be casino hopping involved because that's always on the agenda for me. Let's just say by the time I was done with this trip, I probably have like three or four different resort casinos to visit. Then I can successfully say I visited all the resort-style casino properties in the greater Las Vegas area. Pretty cool, right? So the first casino to visit on my list was Rampart, as I've never been there. And this was interesting because this is where I ran into two locals who recognized me, Aaron and Jane who are huge supporters of all the different YouTube channels in the community, and even invited me after checking out the place to go back to their house to have dinner. Which, funny enough, I said yes, and I ended up having a freaking blast hanging out with these folks. So when I walk through these places, I always like to check everything out, right? Because I'm nosy. <laughs> so I decided to stop and get a Coke at the sports bar. So I sat down, I put $20 in the bar top video poker machine, and on like my last five bucks... I hit four twos with a kicker. <laughs> so I left there up a couple hundred bucks. And there's probably nothing better than a casino to pay you to visit it, right? Let's be real. <laughs> Afterwards, went back and had dinner with Aaron and Jane at their place. And again, couldn't have been nicer people. Seriously. Afterwards, he knew I wanted to check out Aliante. So he went over with me as it was right down the street from his house. And that was his favorite place. The guy gave me a walk through the whole place. And it was really, really neat. And it was probably karma too, because good karma came his way afterwards. We sat down at a slot machine. As soon as he sat down, he won like 300 bucks, right? And we went over to a different slot machine. He sat down again, won another few hundred bucks. And the guy was on fire. He's like, well, so afterwards he's like, well, Jay, I guess I'm going to grab a dessert for me and the wife. So I ended up mentioning, hey, Jay, before I leave and grab some dessert, I want to try some bubble craps. So we went down to bubble craps as he's never played it. And I kind of started showing him the game and mainly the basis of it. So after we went our separate ways, he went to go pick up something for him and his wife. And I have to say this place was freaking beautiful. It reminded me a lot of Red Rock. It was really cool. So the next place to visit, which was right down the street, was Santa Fe Station. And after visiting this place, I can totally see why the locals love station properties. They totally have all the amenities for you to enjoy yourself, for not only adults, but for families. From theaters, arcades, bowlings, pools, oyster bars, you name it, these places have it all. It's really, really cool. And all that's besides the casino, right? So in this same week, we ended up having a huge Super Bowl party at George's house. And of course, like I told you guys, I had placed money on the Bengals to win. So it was all fun and games until the fourth quarter. <laughs> and like I told you guys earlier, I love a good underdog story, but I love an even better payout. <laughs> so in this same week, we went to the Laugh Factory comedy show at Tropicana and got to see Kevin Downey Jr., who almost won America's Got Talent. And to my amazement, and I didn't even know who did comedy still or was doing comedy, Pauly Shore was there live in Las Vegas. It was pretty neat. I even got to meet Kevin Downey Jr. after the show and take a picture with him. And we were going to hang out later that week as George was good friends with him. So we were going to go check out a couple different tiki bars as he loved tiki bars. And oh man, don't even get me started on how much fun that night was. I had made a visit with George to Jackson's Bar and Grill. Which again, this place, a $20 one pound ribeye steak special. And he ordered the fish and chips. <laughs> and I had been telling him about this special and he went fish and chips anyway. <laughs> but he loved it, so that was really good. A few nights later, I ended up setting up an interview, like I told you guys in the beginning of the show, with YouTuber Pomsi at Aria. 
And just a heads up, guys, the video version of this interview is available on the YouTube channel. And I will be including the interview towards the end of the podcast as well. That way you guys can hear more of his background, YouTube, and some of his Vegas favorites and recommendations. And honestly, folks, I can't tell you how excited I was to finally sit down and chat with him because we had a chat 30 minutes prior before the interview of just a whole bunch of different stuff. I has I had been trying to set this up for over a year, and he was just really cool to just sit down with. And it was finally really neat to just be able to finally sit down and catch up. Really cool dude. This same night, I met up with listeners Patrick and Rose at Circa. And it was funny because they, they were saying they were going to be downtown, and I told them, Hey, if you guys are going to be downtown, I have no problem giving you guys a ride back to the Strip as I'll be downtown anyway. So I decided to head over and hang out with them. Guys, we ended up chatting for like an hour. And, you know, I asked them if they wanted to leave. And they're like, no, let's go get dinner. As they had hit a hand pay prior to this. So they were having some good luck. They were having a good trip. I think they were leaving the following day. And it was just really good to catch up with them as they are listeners and viewers of the podcast. So it was really, really fun. So mind you guys, I'm still in the mindset of I'm giving them a ride back afterwards, but they ended up inviting me to go have a meal with them at 8 East. And of course, I can't turn down a good meal. You know what I mean? So we went down. We had a freaking blast there. We sat at the bar and our server was super down to earth. So much fun. And the food was phenomenal. We all ended up getting the Vital Vegas rice. The guy and his wife that sat down next to us towards the end, they ended up getting what we had because it looked so good. Everybody went home happy. But here's what happened afterwards that I found really funny and why I wanted to include this in this show. So we're all done afterwards. We're all finished. We're all full. And I tell them, all right, you guys ready to head back? And they're like, they just kind of look at each other and they look at me and they're like, you know, Jay, I think we're going to stay and gamble for a while. I go, you see, this is why we are friends. (laughs) Because never would be like, really, I came here to give you guys a ride, right? As somebody who totally understands what it's like to be on on their trip and enjoy themselves, I'm totally go with the flow. So being that, hey, they were going to stay and play and still ended up getting a, a Uber or Lyft back, it just goes to show that they were enjoying themselves, they wanted to keep their night going, and I'm totally fine with that. But this was also the same night that we had plans to hang out with the comedians later that night, which was around midnight, right after their comedy show, because they are the headliners of the comedy show. So... That was already in the back of my mind. So after finding out that they were going to stay there, which I said, you know what? You guys are just DJs, and I love you guys for it, which they will be on the show too because they have some really, really good Vegas and casino related stories that I feel you guys have to hear. So I definitely had to mention them. Seriously, Patrick, Rose, you guys are a freaking blast. Thank you again for a phenomenal night. So after hanging out with them awesome folks, me and George met up where we went to go head out and pick up comedians Kevin Downey Jr. and Rick Corso, who were doing their headlining shows at the Trop. We went to go pick them up, and then we went over to the Golden Tiki. Now, mind you guys, George has hung out with Kevin before, and he knew he was in a Tiki bars, but he wanted to take him to a place he had never been to. So our first stop was the Golden Tiki. Now, this place was super neat. Little tiki heads everywhere of different comedians and all different kinds of people you could imagine throughout the place. Music was bumping. It was really, really dark in both of these places. But just a really fun vibe. We ended up getting some drinks and some shrimp cocktails. The drinks came out on fire. Just so much different cool things. I think it was called the lime coconut. 
just so many different drinks. And then afterwards, we ended up going to the other place, which was Frank's Tiki. Now, this place was actually Kevin Downey Jr.'s favorite place. And he had known the menu. He had shirts, cups, you name it. He This was his favorite place. He even cracked a joke about how he even invested over $2,500 in this place just because he's been there so much. <laughs> So we walk into this place and he's like, boys, we're having three rum scums tonight. The best drink you'll ever have. And he was absolutely right. It was one of the best drinks I've ever had. Talk about taste, alcohol taste. Everything was just really on point. Really dangerous one where you don't taste the alcohol. It was that kind of drink, but super, super good. By the time we were done with this place, so I want you to imagine two professional comedians cutting loose, having drinks, talking about their careers, where I can relate to them because I listen to a lot of different comedy podcasts, so like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, Burt Kreiser, Bill Burr, I've met a couple of these guys in person, so they were really interested in me and the podcast and stuff, so I told them, guys, you guys are more than invited and welcome to come on, I'd love to cover you, you guys have shows in Vegas, so I also got them to come on in the future too. Super exciting, guys. I'm telling you, the networking this trip was amazing. But I want you guys to imagine these guys cracking jokes and making fun of each other and just telling some of their favorite stories. Super, super fun time. And yes, we were freaking wasted afterwards. <laughs> One of the following days, I ended up visiting Boulder Station. And again, another place with a theater, arcade, cheap gaming. Another thing that I noticed about station properties is because they are off strip, they're never crowded. And because this place has low limits and it was never crowded, I decided to play a little bit of blackjack and crafts on the stadium gaming. Ended up walking out $60 plus. It was really, really f um, amazing trip because I was winning at a lot of these places. Knock on wood, I don't jinx it. <laughs> There's still two more weeks to come out of this thing. <laughs> so after this place, I ended up venturing off to Arizona Charlie's, Boulder. Super small place. But it had two floors of slots. This place had a restaurant up top that on the weekends has $6.99 all-you-can-eat pancakes from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I did see a couple of people eating them. They were good-sized pancakes, and they looked pretty good. But obviously this is a local spot and just a very small, neat casino ambiance for a small place for sure. Guys, as you can see, there's so much stuff that's happening throughout these three weeks that I'm recapping. And I don't want to make these episodes too long because we are heading to Vegas right back next week. And there's going to be some really fun things that happen this trip that we already have planned. Kelly's going with me. We're going for a wedding. And there's going to be some super cool things that happen this trip. So I'm trying to make sure I get all this stuff out in alignment and fast enough so I can get all this newer stuff in as well. Guys, there's a bunch of videos coming. Let me give you a rundown of the different places I visited over the three weeks, the videos created, and some of the interviews that we have set up for the podcast in the future. Okay, so videos made off the top of the list. I went and checked out a place called Doña Maria's Tamales, which was a Mexican place. Super good. That video will be coming. I made another video about Evil Pie. I did a video about dispensaries in Las Vegas, and I took you through a drive through dispensary in Las Vegas. Like I told you guys, I had the interview with Pomsi. That video is already up on the YouTube channel. I had another part where I had the opportunity to make a video with Norma Helley for the day. So I got to help her create a video and got to see what it was like and how she does her shooting and her video layout, which was really cool. So what I did while we were recording that is I was making a vlog of how many times Norma Helley gets recognized and said hi to on the Las Vegas Strip while making a video. Pretty fun. I also shot another video of Roma Deli. This place was a freaking hidden gem, and to make it even better, 
Bobby G joined me for this one. And like I said, I went to this place, Timeout Sports Bar, multiple times, and I got some video footage to show you guys the place, give you a rundown of how it works, and some of the neat things that this place has to offer. Let's talk a little bit about places visited. You ready for this? Alice Island, Planet 13, Timeout Sports Bar and Grill, Samstown, Plaza, Fremont, Griff's Pool Hall, Good Times Billiards, Pop-Up Pizza, Steiner's, Rampart Casino, Aliante, Boulder Station, Sunset Station, The Laugh Factory Comedy Club at Tropicana, 8 East, The Shanghai Plaza, Town Square, The Golden Tiki, Frank's Tiki Room, Met Four Different Comedians, Met so many different content creators, Pomsi, Norma Haley, Bob Dingo, The Other Me, Sin City Family, Bobby G, Raja from the Big Jackpot channel, so many different people. And like I mentioned earlier, Doña Maria's Tamales, Arizona Charlie's Boulder, The Arts District, Evil Pie, Good Pie, Capriotti's, Sparrow and Wolf, Roma Deli, Dave's Hot Chicken, Jackson's Bar and Grill, Batista's Hole in the Wall, and I'm sure there's a whole lot that I'm missing as well. <laughs> so let's chat a little bit about the future interviews that are coming up. And a lot of these people I've already reached out to and confirmed with, and a lot of these were set up over this last trip. I have casino dealers, restaurant owners and operators, and chefs, professional pool player, Max Eberly. We have strip club owner and operators. We have dancers and former dancers, comedians and comedy headliners. YouTubers, content creators, TikTokers, podcasters, you name it. Bloggers, we have a chat with an escort coming up. We have club promoters and even Las Vegas bartenders. Guys, there's so much fun stuff coming on the podcast. So here would be a good idea where I think we segue into the Pomsi interview. Again, guys, when he arrived at Las Vegas, he had just under 10,000 subscribers. He is now approaching over 130,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's been showcasing different properties throughout Las Vegas on the Strip and downtown, and his editing and background is just phenomenal when it comes to videography. But not only was I joined by Pomsi in this interview, got to chat with his wife Greta too to discuss their background, YouTube, and, like I said, their Las Vegas favorites and recommendations. I will be back in just a few days with recaps of week two and three, which will be coming out this week as, like I said, we are heading right back to Las Vegas for another fun weekend. And you don't want to miss that episode because I'm going to be telling you guys about my new favorite meal in Las Vegas and how I was sending drinks to the other side of a bar to a YouTuber and he didn't know I was there. I was being incognito and got his ass drunk <laughs> on his live stream. <laughs> Again, like I mentioned, the deli, that's going to blow you away because it's not your typical deli. Plus my visit to the Evil Pie and so many other places. Guys, thank you so much for listening this week. I did want to get this one out a few days earlier, but I had to bring in a new mixer as my older one was like 13 years old and started to make a buzzing sound. So I knew if it was bugging me, I did not want you to listen to that. <laughs> so again, apologize for being a couple days late. Like I said, I'm going to be right back with a new episode this upcoming week, and we're going to be right back in Vegas this week. So again, thank you for bearing with us for the delays. I hope everything's sounding great. I'm excited to have this new product and invest to the podcast. You know what I mean? And again, I'm excited to come back with some more fun stories. That will be well worth it, I swear. <laughs>
<laughs> so again, folks, thank you so much for joining me today and recapping week one. I'll be right back in just a few days with another episode. Guys, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed on there. That way you don't miss any of these new videos. And that way everything kind of falls in line and lines up for you guys. Also, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you can do us a huge favor, leave us a rating on our iTunes to let people know about the show. It really helps spread the word and does a big deal for the podcast. And with that being said, folks, I will catch you guys in the next episode in just a few days. Let's start the interview. I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you for taking a moment to sit down with me. I know you guys are busy. You got a reservation in a bit, but I'd, I'd love to pick your guys' brain. Super, super cool videos. I, I reached out to you when you first got here. I'm like, dude, I'd love to sit down and learn more. I just started YouTube. Like, you do it differently than anybody. Can you talk to it a little bit about your background and how you got into it and why? Yeah, okay. So, it all started. When I was a kid, I just I was skateboarding, yeah, and that's what me and my friends did. That was like the main hobby. And one day we went to the skate park. My friend's dad was filming, and when we got home to his house, he was just showing us how to like edit the footage on his computer. And yeah. it was the first time I saw that, and I was like, "What? That's crazy! That's how movies are made." So I immediately was just like, I just had that moment. I was like, "This is what I want to do." So I first started making videos, skate videos with my friends, yeah. and I was the film editor, and then. Uh, I knew I wanted to pursue it professionally also. Um, so I studied in high school and in college, and then after college, I had a few different jobs doing video work. Okay. And um, fast forward, I started doing like freelance video editing for YouTubers okay. because I always wanted to figure out how to make like a living myself right. with my videos. Yeah. So I figured like what better way to learn than like working for someone, some successful YouTuber already. Yeah. So I started editing for a few of those and then eventually, my channel started to kind of get some traction and I was okay. able to kind of quit the clients yeah. and just focus on whatever I wanted, basically. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about you guys getting here. Greta, you were a big part of him getting here and you guys, you know, moving here and stuff. So you got here for work, right? Was that the reason? Yeah, I, we were in Connecticut and I got a job offer in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And we actually, I spent two months here before okay. and I loved it. <laughs> he came to visit and we actually figured out that Vegas is not just a strip, <laughs> which is fun. And yeah, so I had the job offer, we came here, and partially that kind of helped yeah. everything happen. So. And can you talk a little bit about when you started getting comfortable and you're like, okay, I think I can do this full time for myself, when you started to notice, you know, traction happening? Yeah, so <clears throat> YouTube is, making money with YouTube was like, I, I thought it would never happen. Yes. I thought it was yeah, literally yeah. like impossible. Yes, yes. <laughs> but like literally, I just made videos for fun, for passion, and I just wanted to keep getting better, and that was the thought. And I, I remember I made one video, like I stayed in New York, New York, when it reopened yeah. in Vegas, and, it, and in, in the first day or two, it got like 20,000 views. And I was like, whoa, because like, at the time, I was getting like only 300 per video, basically. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So naturally, I was like, kept making, you know, New York, New York video. After that, I did the MGM and this and that. And they kept getting similar amounts of views. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. So eventually it got to the point where I was able to monetize my channel. Yeah. So I put in my banking info and all that crap you have to do. Yeah. And, and um, <clears throat> like a month later, after like a full month of like YouTube like work, uh, you, you know, it says, boom, this is what your paycheck's gonna be. Yeah. And like, I was like, it wasn't a ton, but it was like something. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. 
So I just kept it up. And then the next month, it was like three times as much. Wow. So I was like, whoa. Like, what the hell? This is as much as I made at my nine to five jobs already. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this is crazy. So then eventually, just like that motivated me. And eventually, like, you know, we made some like, good living now. So it's, you know, it's amazing, you know. What advice would you give newer YouTubers getting into YouTube and, you know, going forward? <clears throat> just like the cliche advice. Yeah, like, yeah. You just have to make videos that you're passionate about and work as hard as you can. But the main thing is, is like, you have to think about the viewer first. Yes. Like you have to provide value. Like that's what everyone does wrong. Yeah. You have to like figure out like, okay, what's a, basically it's like solving a problem. Like, but the problem is like, what does this viewer want? Whether it's like, they don't know how to clean their shoes. So you're doing tutorials on how to clean shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no one's doing that. So you make that, that's the value you provide. Yeah. So it's like finding the value. Um, and then it's like doing it, doing it in an entertaining way. Yeah. You know, that's like the yeah. mixture. Like people want to see what the hotels were like in Vegas. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll show them and I'll try to make it like cool and entertaining. Yeah. And in my way, it's like, I want to have cool music and like, like cool shots and editing. And, um, but to get back to your question, it's just like, you just have to find like your value and like where it goes across with your passion. And yes, just be passionate. 100%. And, um, the other last thing I'll say is just consistency. I was gonna touch that yeah. one. I'm glad you said That's that. That's it. You I'm just gotta be consistent. That. Yeah. And then people, bigger YouTubers, bigger YouTubers especially stress on hey, consistency. Consistency is key, especially yeah. you know if you're a smaller channel, you gotta give them something to keep them back for. And like you said, information is key. And that's what I realized recently is like, hey, give these people a reason to watch take them someplace they probably have never been to so i've been hitting like local dying local dive spots and stuff which has been really fun but greta can you talk a little bit about the benefits of staying at a lot of these different places that you've been able to stay at <laughs> um i mean first of all i my whole life i i feel like i've never really stayed at many hotels in yeah. my life you yeah. know and it's always been one of my things like when i go to like big cities or new places in general i'm always like oh i wish i could see like the best like penthouse or the yeah. best apartment yeah. the best like hotel room here and I, I, honestly it's been pretty crazy that I, we actually get to do it yes yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah i i love it i i think it's great we see so many and every single resort is so different yes so even though we've been to so many of them almost all of them at least on the strip Every single time we go to like a new place, there's something different, something new, which right. is always interesting. And then the also the big plus is if you stay at a bad place, we live here, we can go home and that's sleep it. at home. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's <laughs> so it. it's not like I'm forced, you yeah. know, we're forced to like sleep where we go. But yeah, that's great. Yeah, so. so can you, Pomsi, talk a little bit about places that have surprised you that were nicer than you expected, maybe, and you'd probably go back? That's a good question. Or that wasn't a question. That was a question. Yes, yeah. technically, it's a question. <laughs> Can you talk? Yeah. Can you talk? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> right. uh, keep this in. <laughs> um, that's a good question, though. Um, I would say you never really hear about like uh, one called Hilton Grand Vacations, okay. which okay. is like north, like right across from where the Fountain Blue is, is you know? That one surprised me. It was like really nice. Yeah. Never hear about it. But they don't have a casino, so maybe right. that's why. Right. So that one's pretty cool. And even Casino Royale, you know that one, that small yeah. one? Oh, yeah. Well, I have one. I have one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's, I don't know. I feel like Treasure Island I, okay. is kind of like underrated. Yeah. It's uh, like, 
at a, in a decent location on the strip. It has so much stuff in there, like restaurants and entertainment and everything. It's, it's cool. I like Treasure Island. You guys, it's top three restaurants in the majority of the places you guys have been to. My favorite restaurants are Oscars. Oh, nice. That's like nice. Maybe partially because they treat me so well. But <laughs> I don't know. I've been saying this for seven years. Though. I've been saying this for seven years about the Plaza team. They are super down to earth, good people. Yeah. I'm meeting with them Monday to talk to them about what I told you. Just good people. And me and my wife naturally feel like family there yeah. all the time. And I'm, it's really funny you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Well, they were the first ones to ever like, sponsor me. Yeah. Like, they were the first ones to ever provide me a room in exchange for a video. That's so, so that cool. was like, That's that'll so always be meaningful to me. to you, yeah. yeah. That'll always be really meaningful. So Oscars, top of the world, the Strat's really good. Nice. And um, I mean, there's so many other options, but like, we, we really like Mizumi at the Wind. Okay. It's a sushi okay. restaurant. Okay. Yeah. It's really good too. Okay. What about you? Um, I stole your favorite one. So I really love, <laughs> well, I think it, I think it changes. <laughs> There's this place called Mateo's at the Venetian, yes, which yeah, is okay. incredible. <laughs> I only had it once, but I fell in love. Uh, so that's my number without one. Me. Yeah, that without you. Mateo's <laughs> uh, Mizumi. I think Mateo's, Oscars, Oscars and Mizumi yeah, are my yeah. top three. Bro. It's hard not to yeah. like I mean, Oscars, there's so many. So. Yeah, well, there's right, so much yeah. good food, though. So. And that's just it. And that's what I've been trying to do, guys, is get away from the strip and downtown, go to these. Yeah. I've been in Chinatown all day, and I can't tell you how excited I am to be there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, dumpling signs everywhere, too. I'm like, man, there's some good food options. All-you-can-eat buffets, sushis, yeah. you name it. I'm like, it's yeah. all yeah. there. I'm like, that's crazy. So... I was like, man, I really wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about food, especially yeah. YouTube. Um, where do you see the channel going? Now that you've covered a lot of big properties, do you see yourself going back or do you plan on trying and venturing something else? Like maybe, you know, other properties you haven't been to or stuff like that? Hmm, that's a good question. <clears throat> I, my goal for this year at least is to like, kind of do new versions of older videos. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. There's so many places I did like that's that were in 2020. Okay. And now like, I want to do them again, do them better yeah. and, and show up updates, you know, cause like in 2020, yes. a lot of things were closed. Yes. So that's the goal for this year. And we hopefully want to make a trip out to Europe yeah. as well. But for the future of the channel, yeah. Um, I always want to be like, just overall travel, not yeah. just yeah. stuck in Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Vegas will always be a part of it. Right. But we'll, I mean, we'll it, Vegas is always going to be our base. Right. You know, that yeah. this is probably the place where we're just going to stay. Yeah. I kind of like think yeah. about it. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh, I kind of think about it like seasons almost. Mm -hmm. Like, like when when we're we feel like we've done so much Vegas, and it'll be like, all right, this is the Vegas chapter, yes. the Vegas season. Yes. And the next yes. season is going to be Europe or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know who does really good with their channel with that is Turn It Up World. They travel, they come to Vegas, they'll stay at certain places, they take off, and they do drives, and there's yeah. a little bit of everything in the channel. So, yeah. yeah. And you guys, I mean, the vlogs in Italy were super cool. I've never been, and I'm sitting there staring at my phone like, holy shit, the boat video was super yeah. cool. I mean, just really cool. The friends, I mean, you laugh at the jokes and stuff. And that's what's neat is you're like, yeah, you're like, wow, this is so cool. And you, you get to see a different side of what we're all used to. You know what I mean? So, And that's what's cool is you being from out there, and you come here, and you're like, wow. You know, especially at places like the Venetian and stuff that similar, similar to that. So... 
I definitely wanted to cover that stuff. What would you say is your guys' number one go-to recommendation to stay in Las Vegas? Like a hotel? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I'll just go with It's a favorite. tough one, but I always say that I like the Venetian the most. Yeah, okay. But Venetian, Cosmo, or the Wynn. Yeah. Those are amazing. Yeah. Wynn is my favorite. It depends favorite? on pricing, um, obviously. Wynn, Encore, yeah. yeah. And one of those is all sweets. Is it Venetian or Wynn Encore? They're all Venetian. sweets. Venetian. Oh, oh yeah, it well, probably is both, I think it's actually. both. Yeah, yeah I think Wynn, it is both. Yeah. yeah, the standard rooms there are sweets. Yeah, so. okay, yeah. I mean, they're not like separated rooms, but you have like two areas. Yeah, hard not to so. like, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because I love them. Awesome. So what YouTubers inspired you starting YouTube and getting into that realm? <laughs> Uh, there's been like, there's been a, there's, I, I'm inspired. I love YouTube first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've learned so much from YouTube. I appreciate so many of the creators and the platform and everything. And I, there's been so many people I've watched, but the main channels that have inspired me the most, I, number one is uh, Casey Neistat. Yeah. Who's like, he's like the first vlogger who I thought did it, did it, made his videos in such a like, he made little movies. They weren't yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, it's twelve. I'm gonna eat. Okay, it's one. I ate. I just took a poop. Yeah. Okay, it's two. Like, like, I don't know. He made, he made a movie every day. So like, that it was, was me when he did, when he did stuff and like you do in your videos. Like he preset stuff up, right? Like when he'd sit down in front of his camera and you're like, wait, what did he just do? Or when you are having the camera point at you guys walk in the door and then you guys walk in the door and you're already opening the door and the other camera's already getting that footage and like, that shit's well thought out, man. Like, it's really well done. The videos are really, really well done and I really appreciate it. As a viewer, I've always said, dude, I'm more of a freaking YouTube podcast fan till the day I die. Like, yeah, I'm a creator, but I love watching people's stuff and the way you do it, it's really, really neat and entertaining in a way that I get stuck staring at my phone for 10 minutes. So <laughs> seriously, thank you. I mean, the live streams guys are super fun. And I just, I'm glad I got to sit down and chat with you guys. I know you guys got dinner, but I did want to thank you seriously for spending some time with me. And if you guys are available later, we'll definitely hang out. I think this will be a lot of fun. But seriously, thanks for coming on the channel. Guys, like the video, make sure you're subscribed to his channel. Thank him again for coming onto the channel. This was a freaking blast. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome.